2: My friend, the out of show is live Whoa. from the whiskey
1: 61 lounge in the bank plus studio. Check, check, check it out.
2: Oh, the dynasty is over in Tuscaloosa and, uh, LSU I mean, you lose to a and, an average, ordinary A&M team last year. Uh, go to Knoxville, get beat, lose to LSU 5-3 and three in your last, uh, what is it, D1 um, road games. And still capable of winning a title, not this year. But not going to win two in a row or every other year going forward. Too much going on in Athens, Baton Rouge, about to get it right, and maybe another spot. We are the Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone, ESPN. Uh, Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau insurance agent. Go local. Go with the home team. Favorites.com. Go ahead and get your quote right now at Favorites.com. Let Farm Bureau take care of you and your family. This is ESPN 105.9 The Zone. LSU with an overtime win over Alabama. Alabama's best quarterback in the history of their program is not going to win a national title. We welcome in Drew Armand Huntsville, Alabama, ESPN, 97.7. He hosts Talkin' Ball every morning, and he joins us on the Dos Equis guest line. Uh, Drew, do you believe that the dynasty is over in Tuscaloosa?
3: I don't. Uh, I think Nick Saban's headed for his third reset. He's had... Two of these already in Tuscaloosa. He brought in his initial staff. Uh, the two coordinators were subpar. He made moves right after that first year with Major Applewhite being moved out and Kevin Steele uh, being jettisoned to Clemson. He, he elevated Kirby Smart. He went out and he hired Jim McElwain, and nobody really knew who Jim McIlwain was. Kirby was unproven, and they went on a huge run to win three national championships in basically the next four years. Uh, you know, so I, I will say I do think he had to do it again after 2013. And he made several staff changes after 2013, but he realized offensively that they had to evolve because of the rules changes, because of the hurry up, no huddle. He brought in Lane Kiffin. And of course, uh, Lane Kiffin modernized the Alabama offense. We saw what they did. It set the stage for a national championship in 2015 and then in 2017. And then, of course, it led to Steve Sarkeesian and they win it again in 2020. So certainly, this is probably the most underachieving team he's had since 2010. That 2010 group uh, you know, won the national championship in '09, but still didn't know how to become the hunted and deal with that. And that team underachieved. They lost three games won the tenth game in the bowl, uh, but they did set the tone for the next two years with the way they finished in the bowl game. Really unknown how this group is going to finish. It's been very disappointing. A magician and a great player, but it's not all about the quarterback. You've got to be better around the quarterback, Bo, and Alabama's biggest issue right now as a program is, Nick Saban built this program based upon physicality and inside out along the lines of In 2020, this team has regressed greatly on the offensive and defensive lines, and that's really at the core of why they lost to Tennessee and uh, they lost Saturday night in Baton Rouge. All
2: right. So, Drew DiArmond, Huntsville, Alabama, Roll Tide Insider. He joins us on the Dos Guest Line. Uh, Drew thinks that Saban will be able to reboot this thing and, and look, I think that he can reboot it and Bama can win it again. I don't think they're winning three of five years, three out of five years again, I guess is my point, Drew. It's just too much has happened since he bottled it during that time and Kirby's not going to go away. And LSU actually has a really good coach. Um, and I think we could have one more team pop up in the league. It's just not going to be the same as it was from 2009
3: to 2020. Well, I mean, it's been, it, nobody's ever seen anyone do what Saban did. I mean, he, he could have – I mean, my goodness, I mean, he's won six national championships and he could have won nine really, really easily. I mean, no one's seen anybody do that in college football history, not just in the Southeastern Conference. He's the greatest of all time for a reason. Uh, now, it's going to be tougher to win. I mean, look, the game is evolving. Look what's, look what's happened in the last five years, and now Saban's going to have to tackle that. He's in the middle of trying to, but the transfer portal, player movement where it's almost free agency from year to year, as Lane Kiffin in your state has referred to it too. and then you've got NIL, and Alabama's been trying to get a hold of that as well. Now, They have the number one class in the country right now. they still got to finish that, and certainly Kirby Smart's going to have something to say about it because they've got the number two class. But, again, Coach Saban, I've always taken him on to be a a problem solver. It kind of motivates him to kind of go out and figure out, okay, how do I solve this issue? How do I get one or two steps ahead of it? He's always been able to do it. He's 71 now, so the question is going to be after every loss or every performance that's not up to par, like at Texas, people are always going to wonder, is he running out of gas? I don't think he is. I think he's got one more reset left in him. No one can coach forever, Bo, but I certainly think his energy level is still good. His health is still good.
2: We may have lost. No, there he is. Yeah. we got Drew. All right.
3: No. I'm just. I was just going to say. We, I just think Coach Saban is not infallible. Everybody, you know, makes staff hires that don't work out, and I think he's had, he's had this happen before. And I think he doesn't have a great staff right now. And what I took from him, Bo, I listened closely when he in his post game press conference, and on Saturday night he said, "I really like this team. I still think they can be really good," but I took that as I don't think we're being coached very well. Of course, he wore it. He said, it's my responsibility. I'm the head coach. But I don't think he likes his staff, and I think he knows he's going to have to make some changes.
2: Okay. Do you think that Ole Miss can make this a fourth quarter a game on Saturday in Oxford?
3: No question. I mean, they run the ball really well, and the thing about Lane is they know who they are. Um, Alabama really doesn't have an identity right now. They should be an up-tempo, short, quick-passing offense and then, of course, uh, be an aggressive, uh, you know, disruptive defense. But they've been neither of those on either side of the ball. Lane Kiffin defensively, we understand. They're not very good. But they know what they are offensively, and they run the football. This is the third straight year. They've been the best rushing team in the SEC. He he came to the state of Alabama, and he stole Quinchon Judkins, who should probably be an Auburn Tiger, and that's the reason – why they're struggling right now. Alabama's got a loaded running back room, but Quinshawn Jenkins is one of the best freshman running backs in the country. Uh, Kudos to Lane and his staff for doing that and identifying him and recruiting him. But, again, they run the football. Uh, Jackson Dart is a developing guy at quarterback. He's certainly not Matt Corral yet. Don't know if he ever will be. But they run the ball well. Alabama, in the two losses, though, they gave up 180-plus yards rushing to LSU and to Tennessee, and if they can't stop the run against Ole Miss, it's definitely going to be a four-quarter game. I like Alabama in the game, but I definitely would take the points. I think it's going to be uh, decided late in the contest. And it wouldn't surprise me if Ole Miss stole the game. I picked Alabama thirty-eight to thirty-one, but I think it's going to be an exciting game in Oxford. And I'm sure a lot of Ole Miss fans are disappointed because if Alabama had found a way to make one play defensively in the fourth quarter, then Ole Miss is playing probably for a shot to go to Atlanta uh, come Saturday.
1: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
0: Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
1: Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. By 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What what's what are the fans
2: like over there right now? Because they're not used to losing. And they could lose again this weekend. But they've already lost two games. And they're out of the college football playoff. And it's not even mid-November.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's frustration. Uh, a lot different than it would have been, you know, ten, eleven 11 years ago. In 2010, they were still asking and winning one championship. Nobody, including myself, though, I mean, I follow this program every day. If you had told me Nick Saban was going to win six national championships at Alabama, I would have said, you've got to be kidding me. When he came to Alabama in 2007, I was ecstatic for that for our state and for college football, but I was just thinking, okay, maybe he'll win one. Because Alabama had won one in my lifetime in 1992. Well, I guess two, but I mean, I'm three years old, three four years old in 78 and 79. But I actually followed it when they won it in 92, and it had been a long time. So, again, they hadn't won the SEC since 99. I just wanted to see Alabama have a very competitive program. Nobody would have ever thought he would do what he's done. But, yes, you, it's that old Rush probes quote. When you build a beast, you got to be able to feed it. And since he didn't feed it this year, and there was so much expectation that this might be one of his best teams, there's a lot of frustration. A lot of people want to see staff changes. There's even some fans on social media calling for him to retire or move on, which is crazy to me because of what he's done for the sport and the state. But that's just the way it is. When you don't live up to expectations, uh, you know fans are going to turn on things. And certainly, there's a lot of frustration within the state of Alabama right now because. Auburn's in a, in a you know in a free fall. They're going to have a coaching change, and Alabama you know certainly uh, has underachieved this year too. So it hasn't been a, a fun football season in this state. Not nearly as fun as people were hoping uh, in the summer when we were in Atlanta.
2: How much talk in on your show and around the community and Huntsville to uh, Tuscaloosa? How how much discussion scuttlebutt has there been on whether or not Lane Kiffin? Would take the Auburn job.
3: There's been a lot, uh, you know. A lot of people think he might be the front runner. Personally, I don't think he'll go to uh, to Auburn. And I'll say this: I think Lane Kiffin's ultimate end game for him, and certainly he's going to listen. I mean, him and Jimmy Sexton. I think secretly he either wants to go back to the NFL and give it another shot and work for an owner that he's on the same page with, or he wants the job at Alabama. And if you, if you take the job at Auburn you're never going to be the Alabama coach. I think you and I know how that works. Just like if, you, if you're if you coaching at Mississippi State, you're never going to end up at Ole Miss and vice versa. So if he truly thinks he has a shot at the Alabama job and to follow Coach Saban, I don't think he'll go to Auburn. Uh, and I, he's being very well paid at Ole Miss. I wouldn't be surprised if they try to throw another contract in front of him. He's done things. Now, no matter what happens on Saturday, they've got a chance to win 10 games and go back to a major bowl game back-to-back seasons, which we haven't seen done since Hugh Freeze did it. And, of course, right now there's not controversy around that program like there was with Hugh Freeze. And so I think right now, Lane's in the catbird seat. I think he can wait and see. Because I, let me tell you something, man. If Cliff Kingsbury can be a head football coach in the National Football League, uh, Lane Kiffin, with who his father is, all his experience and what he's done with offenses can be an NFL head coach. So he's in the position of power right now. So I'm sure he's going to listen heavily to Auburn. And some people believe he's the lead candidate. But personally, my opinion, I don't think he goes to be the next coach to the Auburn Tigers. I think he stays in Oxford for a little bit and then makes his next move
2: to the NFL. Okay. Yeah. No, I agree. If Kingsbury, among others, can be a coach in the NFL, Um, you know, Lane May. He he may take that route. I don't know. I don't think he's going to wait around for Saban. That that that's an eternity for coaches. Uh, that's true. For for you know four years minimum. Coaches don't wait four years for 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 a job. All right. Well, uh, Drew Armand, Huntsville, Alabama, ESPN ninety-seven seven, talking ball, from seven a.m. to nine a.m. Joined us on the Dusacki guest line, Drew. We appreciate it, buddy. Take care.
3: Thank you, Bill.
1: I appreciate the opportunity. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?